New Vision is a church that is about guiding people to lives of gospel transformation. Whether this is your first time listening with us or you're a regular listener, we're so happy that you're here. Monday through Friday, we release a podcast studying through a book of the Bible. Right now, we've focused our attention to the Gospel of John. Again, we're happy that you're here. We know God's going to do something great. Today, we have with us our college associate, Delaney Degelow. All right, you guys. So I'm really excited about this passage because I love it so much. So I'm going to be in John 13, and I'm going to read verses 1 through 30, and I'm reading from the ESV version. So I'll read it all the way through and then break it down. So starting in verse 1, it says, Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. During supper, when the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all these things into his hand and that he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments and taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with a towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, What am I doing? You do not understand now, but afterward you will understand. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, do not wash my feet but only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, The one who is bathed does not need to wash except for his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not every one of you are. For he knew who was to betray him. That was why he said, Not all of you are clean. When he had washed their feet and put on his outer garments and resumed his place, he said to them, Do you not understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should also do as I have done to you. Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is no greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. I'm not speaking of all of you. I know whom I have chosen, but the scripture will be fulfilled. He who ate my bread has lifted his heel against me. I'm telling you this now because before it takes place, that when it does take place, you may believe that I am he. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever receives the one I send receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. After saying these things, Jesus was troubled in his spirit and testified, truly, truly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another, uncertain of whom he spoke. One of his disciples, whom Jesus loved, was reclining at Jesus' side. So Simon Peter motioned to him to ask Jesus of whom he was speaking. So that disciple, leaning back against Jesus, said to him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is he whom I will give the morsel of bread when I have dipped it. So when he dipped the morsel, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. Then after he had taken the morsel, Satan entered into him. Jesus said to him, what are you going what you are going to do, do quickly. No one at the table knew why he was telling this to him. Some thought that because Jesus had the money bag, Jesus was telling him buy what we need for the feast or that he should give something to the poor. So after receiving the morsel of bread, he immediately went out and it was night. So a lot of scripture, but I think that there are two really important takeaways and then a challenge for us. So in these passages and in these verses, what we can see is Jesus's humility and his love. 
So I'm going to start in the first section, verses 1 through 20. This is when Jesus washed the disciples' feet, which I just think is truly one of the just most amazing pictures and just proof of who Jesus is. So this is just such an example of humility. Why? Well, because think about in this time, they were walking around all the time in their sandals, and so their feet were disgusting. Let's just be honest. Our feet don't smell good, and we have nice shoes, and we drive most places. But they are walking everywhere. They're feet are probably disgusting. And so it was the servant's job at the end of the day to wash their master's feet because that is truly, literally and figuratively the lowest job you could do because it's someone's feet. It's saying you're below them because you're literally washing their feet, something that is the lowest part of their body. So Jesus, who is Lord of all, literally decides that he is going to wash their feet. Why? Well, the answer can be seen in this a lot. When it says in verse 15, I have given you an example that also should do just as I have done to you. And in verse 14 before that, it says, if I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. So Jesus is making it clear that he knows who what his role is. But here's the thing. He is saying, I want to get on your level. Nonetheless, I want to literally wash the lowest part of your body because he's not leading from pride. He's leading from humility. He's not leading just to be seen. He's leading in a way that makes people feel seen. So Jesus is embodying the idea that we should put others before ourselves. This is Jesus's last hour. Can we focus on that? How it opens up that this is when Jesus knows his last hour has come. And could you imagine in your last hours of life saying, I want to serve others? If I knew it was my last hour, I'd be like, I'm going to Disney World. I'm going to ride every ride I can. I don't care about everybody else. I want to focus on me. I would probably tell the people I loved that I loved them. But most of all, what would I do? I would probably do a lot of actions to serve myself. But once again, that shows our prideful nature that in our last hour, we would probably place ourselves before others, but not Jesus. He's in his last hours is taking the time to serve his disciples, to love his people well, which I think is just rocks me to my core. And it reminds me in situations where we're counted as leaders or in our everyday why are we leading? Why are we doing what we do? Do we see people as below us or are we willing to say, I don't care what my role is. I want to serve you well, even if that means getting on the ground and rubbing and cleaning your feet. And I'm not saying that we need to go into our work and pull out a bucket and be like, it's time. But we can do the same example of humility in our everyday lives by serving people well and saying that we're not doing it also to be seen. Jesus isn't doing this to say, look at me. He's doing this so the people that serve him and love him can feel seen, which is just such a cool concept. And then also we can see Jesus's love once again, because he loves them so much. He wants to serve them. So love should lead to an act of service and humility. But also in verses 21 through 30, we can see that Through this whole passage, Jesus knew Judas was going to betray him all along, but he never made him flee from his presence. He still continued to serve him. And that is just a picture of who Jesus is. And I always think of Psalm 23 when it says, like, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. And I think of this moment where Jesus is literally dining with Judas, but he still loves him through that. And so if Jesus loves someone that much that he knows is going to betray him, 
we should love everyone, <laughs> the believers, the non-believers, everyone in between. We should love people well and wholeheartedly because people know the difference between genuine love and fake love. And Jesus is just a proof of genuine love throughout this whole thing. And then once again, and this is his last hour, and he's choosing to humbly serve his disciples out of love. And the cleansing of their feet is just like a picture of what Jesus does for us on the cross. When his blood is shed, it cleanses us and makes us clean. And Jesus is just such a picture of how we should love people well, how we should love people by humbly serving them and saying, you know what, we are all even. And in this verse 20, it says, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever receives the one I send receives me and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. So Jesus knew that he was sent by God. And so he knew his purpose. And that's why he could humbly serve and lovingly serve. Um, not because he had to, but because he wanted to. So my challenge for all of us is how can we humbly serve the people that are around us, the people that we should be loving? Because when we humbly serve, that is just such a picture of love because it's saying, I am not putting myself before you. I'm putting you before me because that's what Jesus does is he sacrifices his own wants and needs always for the people that he loves because that's what love is. Love is this ultimate sacrifice that Jesus so beautifully depicts throughout um, the gospels. But I would just challenge us, let's love our people well. Let's humbly serve each other and love each other well because if Jesus is willing to say, here I am, he says, I'm giving you an example that you should do just as I have done. Jesus is saying, do as I do. This is the legacy he left us with and that's to lead by example to all those around us and to love people well and humbly serve. So love you guys. Hope that this was encouraging. And just remember, we have a savior who is humble and so loving, and that should just be such an encouragement. And why wouldn't we want to do as he does? So have a great day. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Join us tomorrow as we continue through the gospel of John. See you guys then.